0: Welcome back to Becky L Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you, continuing our conversation with Mike Sando from The Athletic and his quarterback tiers. We are on tier number two right now. And uh, Joe, you had some thoughts on Trevor Lawrence that you wanted to get to.
1: Yeah, you know, if you want to be positive with the Jacksonville Jaguars, like I'm sure Paul Aspen is going to be because he is every single year, it's challenging to find a way to do this unless you go alt lines because – um, the win total is nine and a half. The over is used to minus 154. If you want to go Jacksonville to make the playoffs, that's minus 190. Uh, I was looking at Ridley props because I can't wait to see what he does this year. And the number's set at 900 and a half receiving yards, which he's done once. So I found this to be a challenge, uh, even though I'm I'm a fan of what the Jaguars have built here and I'm expecting big things. They're such a heavy favorite and and the win total's so juicy, it's difficult. So what am I doing? You know what? Let's just go on, then. Let let's go Ridley receiving yards leader 40 to 1.
2: Wow, Ooh. I love it.
1: <laughs> I mean that's Ooh, I just couldn't come nice. up with something that I love because everything's juice so high on this Jacksonville Jaguars team. Mm. Does yeah, it like, like even just to win just like a toe injury, and Ed, I'm sure you'll make a case for something with Ridley there, maybe as well. But like, toe injury in yeah. camp. Any does any? Do you wait to make these bets? Do you make them now? Just what? Are you worried about losing a number? Real little quick aside before we move on through the tier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't see the momentum going away. I still think people are going to. Give me the team you're going to bet on in that division It's not Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. What's the other option?
0: I I still think, like, minus 155 to win the division is still okay. Like, I get it's okay. not a massive payout. and You are tying down your money for a while. But if you're looking at, say, implied probability, I, I still think that there's probably – some who believe that, say, the Texans are underrated and they're worth a shot, or the Titans are constantly in it, so maybe you bet on them or whatever. I I still think at minus 155, like, look, the Jaguars, you know, made a massive run and were fortunate to win the division. Now it is theirs. Now they are in the driver's seat and can sort of do what they want offensively. You, You know, you mentioned Calvin Ridley. Could be a difference maker, but if you look at, say, wins above replacement from PFF or something like that, the best receiver only counts for like half a win or Mm six-tenths of a win, or something like that. So, yeah, I think he can be impactful, but it's not going to overwhelm what the priors really should be. Um, If you want to do Lawrence 18-1 to to have the most passing yards, I think that can make a lot of sense. The problem is how much will he be passing when, say, the Jaguars are in that division and can probably coast uh, for some fourth quarters. That's probably my biggest concern there. So there aren't too many places I like Except if you want to do minus one fifty five to win the division, I'm fine with that. I I I wouldn't begrudge you.
1: All right. I mean, you can find value yeah. with with some minus numbers for sure. So, yeah, I, I the but people are so in on this team, it, it is a little challenging mm-hmm. to find a bet that you're comfortable with. Absolutely. So let's now
0: move on to Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott, who's in tier number two. Aaron, what are some thoughts that you have on Prescott? That's fascinating. So now let's go to (laughs) the next
1: one.
2: Yeah, you should save me for last because I don't think I am uh, as high on them as you guys are. So you guys go first.
0: Cowboys winning the division, Joe. There it is.
1: I I got it. We're in this. Plus 190. We got a plus 190 out there. Boom. For the <laughs> NFC East, sure. And the offense got better. Let's not forget that. You had Cooks along with Lamb and Gallup. And uh, the good running back is going to be mm-hmm. getting the heavy workload. Uh, and, and Tony Pollard this year, no, I'm – I'm a big fan. I think Micah Parsons is going to enter the conversation for Defensive Player of the Year. He's already entered it, but uh, I think there's a good chance where he can dominate that conversation. They were able to hang on to Dan Quinn as their defensive coordinator, and as far as winning games, it it's going to end up probably being a good thing that Mike McCarthy is now the play caller. That's, man, am I sounding stupid at this point? Maybe. Maybe not something I would have said in the past. Well, I mean, Kellen Moore, like – yeah, he can rack up the yardage, but as far as winning games, I think McCarthy's going to come from it, go at it with from that perspective. But bottom line, mm-hmm. I think this roster's better, and they were good last year, Ed. They were. They made the playoffs. I mean, there was a solid ro-
0: – I mean, we were – last year we were talking about the Cowboys as sort of wild card team number one all year long, and there's a reason for that. And the fact that, you know, the Cowboys for the longest time – couldn't string playoff appearances together, and then under Mike McCarthy, they did. And even though Dak Prescott had a rather high interception total, in large part because he was throwing into tight windows a good bit, this is something that could very well be remedied. I hope it's not something where they suddenly become gun-shy, but definitely the wide receiver room Got a lot better, and it needed to. That was the biggest discrepancy, perhaps one of the bigger weaknesses in general for this team, and it was largely addressed. I think what they did, even though it was a quiet offseason for them, I think it was a really productive one. Yeah, they can absolutely win this division. Yeah, Cowboys-Eagles first and second in the NFC East. Definitely, I think that's a wonderful play.
2: I do think there's a lot of pressure on Dak too. I mean, similar to Kirk Cousins, like they have to perform well this season or uh, the window could be closing on them. I don't think the Cowboys are going to be terrible, but I I think the Eagles are going to run it back in the division. So I will not be betting on the Cowboys to win the division. The bet for me here is going to be Dak under 4,000 and a half passing yards. I mean, obviously he didn't play a full season last year, only 20. 2860 passing yards, but I'll go under here. I think that's a lot to ask of Dak even though as Ed mentioned they did add some receivers, but I just I still think that if especially if he's also going to be working on getting those interceptions down, maybe they will run the ball a little bit more. So <laughs> give me the under on Dak's passing yard
1: total. And McCarthy wants to run it more, right? So I don't really yeah. hate that maybe. one all that much. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a high
0: number. Yeah, it it, it is. It is a high number, even though uh, you know part of that may very well be you know expecting the Cowboys to play a lot of close games, where you're expecting Dak to throw a little bit more. But even if that happens, four thousand is a very large number. So I I think unders is probably safe there. This next Mm -hmm. one uh, sort of stirred a little bit of controversy among the ranks. Do we consider Matthew Stafford to be a tier two quarterback? And look. He is back at Rams training camp. His favorite receiver, Cooper Cup, may not be 100%. The offensive line has a lot of questions, and it probably needs to be good for the Rams to have any kind of overall team success. So what do you do with Matt Stafford, Aaron?
2: It's a great question. It kind of reminded me of when you brought up the point like voters just kind of go off their priors and sometimes are lazy. Like who was interviewed for this? Like, did you just like, I don't understand how he got in here. It's crazy to me. I, I don't know, unders on everything for him. I just really don't have, I'm I'm not putting my money on anything Matthew Stafford. Passing touchdowns, the number's 22 and a half. Uh, last year he had 10. Is that right? Uh, Anyways, Mm -hmm. in terms of passing yards, 3,800 and a half. That's a lot. I'm just going to go under on Stafford.
1: Yeah. I mean, I can't argue that one, but uh, there's one I like even more than that. And I might do both of them is Rams under six and a half wins too. Um, Look, Mm. we, we've talked a lot about just uh, how the 49ers schedule is so challenging. What's one of the reasons that it's so tough for them? Because they're facing teams coming off by four times. Guess what? There's one other team doing that. It's the LA Rams. So we have the cup injury to start. They don't have much left. Hey, have you checked this depth chart around Aaron Donald on the defensive side? This team's probably going to give up close to 30 points per game. I mean, you go up and down the list. Uh, The starters... Are Marquise Copeland, Bobby Brown, rookie Byron Young, Ernest Jones, Christian Roseboom? I mean, who are these people? Jordan Fuller, Russ Yeast in the secondary, Darian Kendrick, Kobe Durant? Who? These are made-up names. Their defense is primed to be horrendous, and if they're gonna win games, Stafford's gonna have to throw for like forty-five hundred yards.
0: I get the discomfort. Yes, (laughs) I get the discomfort when it comes to having Matt Stafford as a tier two quarterback. But if you have won a Super Bowl and you have an elite receiver in Cooper Cup, I don't Mm -hmm. know where else you put him because he's not a tier one guy. We know that. I don't think he's a Mm -hmm. tier three guy either with the likes of Kyler Murray and and other quarterbacks Mm. in that vein. So to me, tier two just makes the most sense. He was a Tier 2 guy when he won the Super Bowl. Last year, you can explain, explain uh, you know, poor performances because of injuries, uh, you know, lack of folks around him, all that stuff. So I think Tier 2 is the only place you can put him. So to me, that makes sense. But, Joe, I think you hit the nail on the head. This Rams defense might very well stink. And if we do say, you know what? Stafford is a Tier 2 quarterback when healthy. When he's out there and fully functional, then maybe – he can play well enough. And this leads me to a week one bet. The Rams face the Seahawks. We love that Seattle offense. The Rams defense might stink. Matt Stafford could still be a tier two quarterback. Why not take the over 47 and a half in that contest?
1: Yes. Aren't the Rams going to be an over team? As long as Stafford's out there, do we have to bet overs with them? I think that's going to happen a whole lot. As long as Cup is there too, if you have Stafford and Cup, uh, in Rams games are probably going to be betting overs. Those would be some high totals.
0: Yep, and it will get adjusted soon, so act mm-hmm. now while supplies last. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, we move on to Deshaun Watson and. I find this one to be more controversial than Matt Stafford because you watched that Browns (laughs) offense last year. I felt like Jacoby Brissett uh, was the superior gunslinger. Uh, Watson left a lot to be desired. And, yeah, you've got some good receivers there. Maybe you're comfortable with the offensive line, especially with how well they can run the football. But there is a lot of variance to the Browns this year, Aaron, and it's possible Deshaun Watson could absolutely stink. How do you see this playing out?
2: Yeah, so what I did for this one was he had 1,102 yards in six games. So I averaged that out 183 yards per game. So that would put his passing yards total, if he just stayed at about that, at 3,111. And his total for the season, 3,650 and a half. So I'm going to go under since I think he could – If if he has a complete turnaround, he could probably go over that with a few games, but I'm going to go under on him. I I think he's – I mean, he he didn't play for a full season. I don't think he's going to fall off a cliff, but I'm not expecting him to just have this total turnaround, Joe.
1: Quick question. Why do the Cleveland Browns have the same win total as the Cowboys, Jaguars, Chargers, Jets, Lions, and Dolphins? I don't think they're on par with those teams. I strongly disagree with that. And it's juiced a little bit, but not a ton to where it's unbettable. At minus 134, I mean, I would – I like Cleveland under 9.5. And And if I'm wrong about Watson, if he looks like the guy that was with the Houston Texans and he's a top-five quarterback in this league, okay, fine. I'm willing to bet on that. I'll put my money down. I I like the Browns under 9.5. I do expect them to be better, but – putting them putting them on par with the the teams that I just rattled off that I think will be in that playoff conversation. I don't know, the Browns could be in last place conversation in their division.
0: Quite possibly. Division, I feel sure. like because the variance is so wide with the Browns, you almost have to bet an extreme, right? Like mm-hmm. Browns have the worst record, that might be in play. Browns to win the AFC that may also be in play. It could go in a variety of different directions. So, you know, to me, instead of betting like an over under win total, probably an alt win total, something like that, and maybe go to both extremes like, yeah, they could finish 12 and five, or they could finish five and 12. That's probably how this will go down. Probably instead of middling, uh, go to some extreme, and that's probably the way to go because this could go in any direction. Real fast, Kirk Cousins uh, is the last one listed. Sometimes we treat him like a Tier 3 quarterback, but to me, he really is a Tier 2. So 8.5 wins is the total. I am expecting some regression from Minnesota, but they could go over 8.5 if Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson continue to prove to be the best dynamic duo in the NFL.
1: Yep. And that's what I have, Ed. I totally understand why it's down. We all respect, expect regression. They won 13 games last year and I understand the record was perfect in one score games. That's too much of an adjustment in a weaker NFC North without Aaron Rodgers over eight and a half.
2: I love Kirk Cousins. He's tier one in my heart, and I'm expecting him to have a great season. <laughs> over 4,300 and a half passing yards. He finished with over 4,500. I'm not expecting him to have that much regression, and the guy is so durable.
0: He's
1: got the plexiglass. This
0: is Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, Aaron's favorite segment. We're talking about low-scoring women's soccer matches right here on the Beck Network.